Welcome to the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. We're super excited. We are taking on a worthwhile endeavor at Life Success and Legacy. Our intention is to honor Nelson Nash, the man, as well as the infinite banking concept. We're going to create a series of resources, including podcasts and text, as a resource for others who want to truly understand with depth and clarity what Nelson shared in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, as well as the many seminars and think tanks that we were fortunate to have attended during his life. So who is this intended audience? Well, we will use Nelson Nash's own words. It is written for the layman, not for financial advisors, but all life agents should be thoroughly knowledgeable of its content and practice. So whether you are an individual, part of a family, a business owner, or a life insurance agent, this is for you. So sit back, relax, and we will walk you through becoming your own banker step-by-step so you can reference the parts you want to revisit at your own pace. And we might have a little fun along the way. Hey everyone, welcome back to our next edition of the Life Success and Legacy podcast. We are rolling through Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. And we are in the middle of uh, part three. Um, We are actually um, on page 42, 43, 44, and 45, um, we are at the point where we are comparing um, the CD method and the IBC method. Hey, Mike Everett, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Um, so we, we've talked about the five methods in our previous podcast. We talked about the five methods of um, the use of a vehicle. And today, what we're going to do is is dig into the last two of those that actually allow us to control the banking function. So we've talked about um, leasing a vehicle. We've talked about a bank loan for the use of a vehicle. We've talked Mm -hmm. about paying cash. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about using a CD uh, as collateral for creating a banking system and then comparing that to utilizing dividend paying whole life insurance as a banking system. Okay. Perfect. So, um, Mike, talk a little bit about these two methods. And then what we're going to do is we're going to jump to page 45 and you're going to walk us through these, this chart on page 45, comparing the two side by side. Well, in table one on page 45, basically what you're going to have is you're going to have two 21 year old twins. One, one sister is going to buy CDs down at the local bank. The other sister's going to buy whole life insurance. This, once again, you probably have heard me say this over and over and over. This isn't rocket science, but for people to be able to understand why we do what we do, um, they've got to understand there's, there's certain things that have to happen in order for both of these to happen. Well, it's Number a capitalization one, phase, right? Uh, I'm and, telling and that you. happens in <laughs> yeah. paying cash for the vehicle. They've got to capitalize their savings. In buying a CD, they've got to capitalize where they can buy the CD. And with IBC, they've got to capitalize where they can build a life insurance policy. It's so, the same in any of those three. So I'm going to get back to Nelson's first four <laughs> principles. You got to think long term. That means there's a capitalization period. Number two, you can't be afraid to capitalize. So you got to decide what you're capitalizing for. 
number three, you can't steal from your system. And number four, we're going to stop doing business with banks. And in the midst of all of that, what we're going to do is we're going to think how to utilize a CD, the CD method, and we're going to think how to utilize an IBC system or the IBC method in order to utilize our vehicles throughout our lifetime. There you go. So how do we capitalize these two things? Walk us through page 45. Okay, so you have two 21-year-old twins. One, one, one sister's literally going to uh, purchase CDs down at the local bank. Now, there's going to be a capitalization phase. So this particular sister is going to utilize $5,000 a year out of her income to purchase CDs annually. Now, remember, this book was written in 2000. So... Um, the CD is literally being paid 5.5%, but after she pays taxes, there's a net of 4%. Um, that is so immaterial. It is unbelievable. But yet for my CPAs and my engineers out there who are listening, um, that is something that you would be interested in. Um, I am not. <laughs> It's a matter of me controlling my environment, but that's another thing all in itself. So you can see in the middle column, the CD method, you'll see the growth of that policy of the, of the excuse me, the CD account, 5,200, 10,608, 16, 232, and so on. So at the end of seven years, the CD sister has put $35,000 into her particular system that's a simple way to look at that um so she's buying a new cd worth five thousand dollars each year for seven years that's right and so really what i like to do and i'm getting my calculator out here and this is pretty simple but basically she's saving 416 to 420 dollars a month over the year, and at the end of the year, what she's doing is she's buying a $5,000 CD. So this way it's not overwhelming. She's actually capitalizing mm -hmm. something so she can purchase that CD. So she's putting money in her savings account, then buying a CD at the end of the year. It's, it's really pretty simple. Well said. Now, the other 21-year-old twin sister in the far right-hand column, it says cash and IBC method. She is purchasing a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy. In this particular column, you will notice it says cash in the IBC method. This is actually the cash value column in the life insurance policy, but her annual premiums are $5,000 a year. So both sisters are putting $5,000 a year into their particular system. Once again, the CD sisters buying an annual CD, the infinite banking sister is doing nothing more than making a $5,000 policy premium deposit into her IBC system. So once again, you've got to remember this is a cash on cash view as to how they're going to utilize their particular systems. So I could be, if I'm doing the Dave Ramsey, save up and pay cash, I could be capitalizing my savings account. 
If I'm doing the CD method, I could be saving up and purchasing CDs and capitalizing with CDs. 100%. If I do an IBC method, I'm, I'm utilizing my savings to purchase a whole life insurance designed for cash value. You couldn't have said it any better. Okay. It is almost it, it is almost so simple that people will run by this so quickly. But yet, the the awesome thing is, and I've got to say this every now and then, um, if something happened in to the individual who's utilizing either the savings account, the CD, or the life insurance policy, if somebody died. What do they get in the savings account? They just get the savings. Yeah. What do they get in the CD? They just get whatever saved in the CD. But what do they get in the life insurance policy? Protection they get the for death their family. Benefit. That's right. So it, it is a win, win, win when you're talking about utilizing IBC as a, 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 a way to finance or use cars. So... Back to page 45. In the first seven years, both sisters have put $35,000 into their particular systems. If you look over into the middle column, you will notice that the CD sister has 41,071. She has a little bit more than $41,000. If you look in the far right-hand column, you will notice that this infinite banking sister has 36,960. She almost has 36,000. So they've both put $35,000 into their particular system. But they both have more than what they put in. So now if you get back to some basics of infinite banking, they both have a pool of cash available to utilize to then begin to, and I'll use finance a car or purchase a vehicle or utilize these dollars to use a vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's very, very simple. Now. So, so can we go buy a car now? You can go buy a car. <laughs> you can. And so in the very middle column, you'll notice that it says car purchases made by withdrawals from each respective system. So that means that in the CD example, she is going to withdraw $10,550 out of her particular system. And the infinite banking sister is going to withdraw by using dividends out of her system to do the same exact thing the CD sister is doing. But in all reality, what they're doing is they're utilizing $10,550 to go out and make a purchase of a vehicle that they can use for the next four years. And I always say tongue in cheek. So the $10,550 that they're going to go down to the local Ford store, and they're literally going to pay cash for a Ford Focus. And if you go down, go, go do your own homework. Go to your local paper and find out what it would cost to purchase a Ford Focus. I'm going to tell you, it's around $10,550. It blows me away every time, but yet it's true. You can buy a, a small vehicle. Now, remember, these girls are, they have just purchased their first vehicle 
they are utilizing their own particular systems to utilize this to actually use and finance their own vehicles. Now, that means that instead of financing their vehicles with Ford Motor Credit or Commerce Bank or whoever they're gonna finance it with, they are going to be the financing arm of how they're going to utilize their vehicle. So in the second column on page 45, you will notice that the car payments to each respective system is the title to that column. And you will notice down in, in year eight, $3,030 is the annual payment made back to their respective system. So I always take $3,030. I've got my calculator up here and I'm gonna divide it by 12 months. Well, that didn't work out very good. $3,030 divided by 12 months. The monthly payment that they are saving into wherever they're saving their money is $252.50 per month. So what each of them are doing is they're putting that money into a savings account more than likely. And at the end of the year, they both have $3,030. So the CD sister goes and buys another CD at the end of the year. And the infinite banking sister does nothing more than pays the premium on her life insurance plan. That is the base premium on the life insurance plan. So for those who have a book in your hand, please go to page 47. At two thirds, three quarters of the way down, you'll notice that it says female age 21 dividends to paid up additions, et cetera, et cetera. The preferred non-smoker base premium is $3,030. So we don't want you to think that we're pulling a fast one on you. This is exactly the way Nelson designed the policy that the, the IBC sister would pay $3,030. The paid up additions writer is 1970 and there's the total premium of $5,000. So now you know why the $5,000 was being utilized for the CD and for the life insurance premium. I have to say this again, the column in the IBC method is nothing more than the cash value column inside the life insurance policy. So if I can just summarize on this for the IBC um, sister, she is paying, she's capitalizing her system by paying $5,000 a year in premium. That is a combination of base premium and paid up addition. Correct. But once she takes a loan, well, once she, she takes from her system to purchase that car for $10,550, she then is making payments back to her system. And that is a total of 3,030 over the course of 12 months, which that covers the base premium. So she's no longer funding the PUA after the seventh year. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Now, something that I hardly ever talk about. You will notice that both sisters are paying themselves. This is the first car, $3,030. So you will notice that they do this for four years. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So 
the CD sister at the end of four years. So you've got to go to year. Let me let me do this. I want to do this. I've got to get something to put over my 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 book so I can make sure that this line works perfectly. So by the time you get to year 11, you will notice that both sisters have paid themselves $3,030 a year for that particular car. So I'm going to take I'm going to take 3,030 times 4 years. They both paid themselves $12,120 for the use of that car. So they paid themselves more than what they actually borrowed or, yeah, withdrew from their system, correct? And if you look at the infinite banking sister, she went from 35960 to 45821 The CD sister went from 41071 to $49,000. Now, if you just subtract the 41071 from the 49086, the growth that the CD sister had was 8,015. I never talk about this. No, you don't. The infinite banking sister's plan went from 35,960 to 45,821. So if you subtract out the 35,960, the growth after the very first car is $9,861. So after the very first car, the infinite banking sisters plan is kicking tail and not taking any names at all. The growth is almost $2,000 more after the very first car. I'm gonna tell you what, I remember when Nelson showed me this, oh gosh, this would have been, I, I'm trying to go back now. This probably would have been 2007, maybe 2008. And I thought, oh my gosh, we are all so hung up on the actual number because I'll just tell you, if you're, if you're a short-term thinking person, not a long-term thinking person, you're going, well, my plan has 49,086, but yet the infinite banking sister only has 45,821. I'm going to do the CD method. But yet, if you just looked at the individual car purchase, it is literally more than $1,800 growth after the very first car. Hmm. Chris Mike May, Everett, <laughs> I don't think in all the years that we've worked together, you've ever talked about that piece with me. I don't think I have either. You're holding out on me. I apologize, but I'm going to tell you the growth after that first car is just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So that means that really from the second car on the infinite banking sisters plan is literally going to take on a, a, a new thought process or a new picture. But yet, once again, if you go down now, we're going to go to year 12 because we only bought one car. It's a Ford Focus. So both sisters in year 12 decide to take another withdrawal from their plan. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, the Ford Focus is paid for. It's still worth some value. And they put the 10550 in year 12. And they do this all over again. But here's the awesome thing. In year 12, 13, 14, 15, they absolutely do not change the car payment. So 
if they had a car worth some money, the Ford Focus, and they put some money, what they're doing is they're upgrading on their vehicle yeah. to a Ford Fusion. And they don't change the payment to who? Themselves. Themselves. And they, and they control do, the whole thing. They control the entire scenario. This is what Nelson calls absolute control. <laughs> now, we're not going to walk through every single one of these things, but look what ends up happening year 15. The infinite banking sisters plan is 59,570 and the CD sisters plan is 58,464. It took 15 years, but yet just from dollars on dollars, the infinite banking sisters plan overtook the CD sisters and we've only done two cars. Now, now, if you're just looking at dollars on dollars, you're absolutely right, but that doesn't tell the whole picture. It because really with does. the CD method, there's no life insurance attached. Nope. With the CD method, you're not the one who controls the bank, the, nope. the payment structure, right? Yep. So there's all of those pieces that, that, that add to it. Yeah. So we're not going to walk through each and every, <laughs> each and every line, but you can see from year 15 on what's happening to the infinite banking sisters plan is it's growing exponentially. So I am literally going to go down to year 51. Because literally what ends up happening is they're going to do this 11 cars. Or they're going to do this 11 times. Each and every time, every four years, they're going to take a $10,550 withdrawal. They're going to upgrade in their car. But here's the awesome thing in column two. They absolutely do not change the payment to themselves. So if you go down to line 51, you will notice that the CD sister has 258,927. The infinite banking sister has 964,638. Now, if you are thinking through this as I do on a daily basis, didn't both sisters take out the same amount of money? Didn't both sisters pay back in the same amount of money? They absolutely did. Um, if you go down to the very bottom column, now I, I'm, I'm kind of pushing ahead a little bit here, but on the, if you're thinking through how they did this, they both put $35,000 originally from year one to year seven into their system. From year eight to year 51, they put $3,030 into their pers perspective system. So the total deposits made, this is in the bottom of column two. There's $168,320 that has gone into each of the sisters' systems. But both sisters in column three pulled out, withdrew, $10,550 for car purchases. So they pulled out, both sisters pulled out 116.050. So if you subtract the 116.050 from the 168.320, the net cost both sisters had was $52,270. Now, just for fun, the CD sister has 258,927 and the infinite banking sister has 964,638. 
we got to subtract the $52,000 out of both columns. Mm -hmm. And yet the infinite banking sister has 700,000 plus dollars more than the CD sister. Why? Well, wait a second. They both put 5,000 in, they both put 3,030 in. It has to have something to do with how she paid their self, themselves. It, it's very simple. The CD sister used a conventional bank to finance her vehicles through CDs. When the bank showed a profit, who got the dividends? The stockholders of the bank. Well, in the far right-hand column, who got the dividends? The owner of the policy. The numbers are mind boggling. Well, we're still on page 45, folks. <laughs> Let's confuse the issue a little bit. In the far left column, the CD sister starts pulling out $50,000 a year of income. In the middle of the six years, she runs out of money. Now this is in the middle column. But the infinite banking sister starts pulling out $50,000 a year of income. <clears throat> and Nelson makes everybody die at age 85. <laughs> and yet the infinite banking sister still passes on $1.365 million to the next generation. I get blown away by this page every single time. So, so just, just to go back on this and to clarify, if I'm looking at the CD sister and I go down to uh, year 52, she starts pulling 50,000 a year from her system. Yep. And if you look in the middle column, the cash in the CD account method D, you can see that the cash in the CD account is decreasing until year 57 where it zeroes out. That's right. Which is a common um, fear that we have with a lot of our clients. And that is that they will outlive their money. That's right. They're going to run out of money. But then you look at the IBC sister and she is pulling out $50,000 a year. And that continues. And if you look at the cash in her IBC method, <laughs> it actually is increasing. Yes. So at $50,000 a year, she never has to worry about that source going away. And in addition to that, there is no death benefit attached to the CD method. Nope. And with the IBC method, she has 1.3 million that would go to her beneficiary. Pretty simple and it would go tax free. Well, if that's the case, why wouldn't I want to finance more things through my bank? This is just a car, right? It's just a car. <laughs> so what are some examples? Well, a, a person could uh, uh, finance their monthly expenses. They could finance a rental property. They can finance their kid's college. They could finance their vacations. They could finance their own personal mortgage. They could finance their kids' cars. They could finance their kids' mortgages. You see... Uh, on the front of this book, it's called the infinite <laughs> banking concept for a reason. That is an old beat up book. Oh, it, my book is just shot. I actually started another book and I, 
because my underlines and my highlights are all just in perfect places that I, I hate even doing that, but I know it's I need hard. I I know I need to do it. I'm an old stick in the mud. <laughs> uh, Mike Everett, I love listening to you walk through these sisters. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh man. Is there anything that we've missed on this that you want to make sure we highlight? Well, yeah, there is. Okay. <laughs> if you go back over to page 47, the $3,030 for the base premium mm -hmm. and the 1970. Oh, um, I, I about missed it. So if you go back to page 38, 38 right here, where it gives you an idea of how the policy ought to be designed. It's got a list of all of the different kinds of policies that Nelson talked about in the book. If you will notice, the premium is designed 3,030 base 1970. That is actually between life paid up at 65 and ordinary life. But yet on page 38, if you look over where the modified endowment contract line is, there is a triangle right there. What is that triangle significant for? It is exactly where Nelson indicated that the policies should be designed for IBC. Now, if you go back between life paid up at 65 and ordinary life, that means that it was flipped to a 60% base and a 40% PUA. But if you go over here to where the triangle is, it is literally a 38 to 40% base, 60 to 62% PUA. So in this particular example, he utilized a very, very conservative design. Why? Because I'm gonna tell you, most people's brains can't wrap around the opportunity to be able to design the policy, re-engineer the way the premium is allocated because we've all been stuck in a way to where the traditional life insurance guys pile in as much premium in the base life insurance as possible. This is why it takes traditional life insurance policies sometimes 20, 25, 28 years in order to quote unquote break even premium equals cash value. With IBC, we do it just a little bit differently. So that would be my wrap up on- uh, I have one more piece, um, uh -oh. kind of an asterisk to this, and this would be for the, the detailed readers. Um, I am on page 42, second column at the bottom. And, I, and I, I know you can add clarity to a lot of people out there, especially IBC coaches, because this is not typically what we teach. But Nelson says in the last paragraph, he's, he's down at the uh, mm -hmm. really the last two sentences on this page. He says, after the seven years of capitalization, this person withdraws dividends in the amount required to pay, the ca pay cash for the car. This process does not involve policy loans. And even as you and I were talking, we both were trying to be aware of that. We were stumbling yep. on our words a little yep. bit because it's not how we would teach it. And it's not how Nelson would teach it either. Can you enlighten us on why does he talk about withdrawing dividends for that? Well, 
it, it has to do with the in, internal structure of the policy because we're so uh, used to conventionally going down and borrowing the money from a conventional system that he wanted to keep this as conventional as possible. Yeah. And so because our brains can't wrap around the fact that we're going to actually borrow money from the life insurance company and use the policy as collateral. He thought, you know what? Let's just design the policy accordingly and let's take, let's use withdrawal the dividends. through dividends mm -hmm. instead of doing this the way he would really want to do this. And uh, he just said, it really has, it has to do with people's brains. So in essence, he, he's nudging us along in our thinking process, our mindset. You know, one of his principles is rethink your thinking. Yep. And, and if he just slammed the concept at us right off the bat, in his way of thinking, it would be too much. It, it would, would jump us out of those ruts too quickly. So in, instead of saying, hey, we're going to take loans and get into the whole interest rate and things yep. like that, he just said, hey, for this one, we're just going to withdraw dividends and we're going <laughs> to use those to take care of it. Yeah. And it just so happens at the bottom of page 42 in that second column withdraws dividends in the amount required to pay cash for the car. And the process does not in there's italicized words all through that. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> because he wants us to pay attention to those particular things. Yeah. It's, let me so tell in, you, in essence, with this, he's saying the, to play honest banker with himself, he must make premium payments to the policy instead of the finance company. What he's saying is those monthly payments that would have mm. gone to the to the loan company are going to premium. That's it. If it had been a loan, those monthly payments would go to loan repayments. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's getting into the weeds a little bit for people, but I know there's some readers out there who are paying close attention to Nelson's words. And I know you and I have had, had that question too. Yeah. We were at a place where we could actually call Nelson and ask him about it. Oh which, man. Which, oh, man. you know, that's why we're doing this podcast <laughs> is because that's not possible now. And so we want to um, share with you the experiences and the knowledge and the information that Mike Everett was able to glean from Nelson uh, over their years together. So here's what I would say to people who are listening to this. If you're stuck, if you are stuck and some of you will get stuck and it's okay. Mm -hmm. I got stuck. And until I dug in and spent some time with Nelson and learned and read and learned and read and, and threw numbers at all of this, we want you to call us. We want you to email us and say, I am stuck on page 45. And that doesn't, do, it doesn't matter if you're an IBC coach, a client, or, or somebody else's client. Um, we love teaching this stuff. So, so as Mike said, if you're stuck, don't hesitate to call us. We want to talk to you. Okay, I'm going to give you another chance. Anything else you want to add to this section? I think we're good. I think we're good. This is... Uh... This is a powerful set of pages right here. It is. This, uh, this whole uh, how to start building your, your own banking system. It, it, it's so simple. All of, the, all of the, the features are there. Everything is available. It's a matter of helping people see down the road a little bit. This is this thinking long-term, helping them understand that they can do this. And here's one of the things that people think uh, 
I got to have money in order to do this, which is a lie. Right. Um, really, most of us deal in monthly payments, right? So what we're doing is we're creating the system. We're capitalizing the system uh, very systematically. And then we will show you how to actually do this. We have a, a new client just recently who we literally had to kind of arrange, rearrange and rearrange again how the premium is being paid. And it's not very much, but it is exactly where he wanted to be. So whether you have a little or a lot, it doesn't make any difference. It's a matter of seeing the picture, seeing down the road and thinking long-term about how would I do this? And that's why you have us as your IBC coaches, because we want to walk alongside you to help you understand all of the different aspects of IBC and how it would apply for you and your family's situation. It is really unbelievable. And I love what we do. Likewise. Well said, Mike Everett. So now that we've dug into that and people um, have started to nudge a little bit out of their uh, ruts, maybe, <laughs> that they may have experienced. Or comfort zones. <laughs> right. The next uh, chapter we're going to dig into next time is expanding the system to accommodate all income. I love this, this <laughs> sentence because if you haven't already been rocked, wait till you listen to this. He says, it always sounds a bit strange to people when mm. I say premiums and income should match. Oh, buddy. So if my amount <laughs> of income each year should match the amount of premiums I'm paying in life insurance, that'll take people for, for a ride, won't it? <laughs> we'll dig into that one next time. Uh, Mike Everett, thanks. This has been a blast. This Love doing fun. these podcasts with you. I, I continue to learn. Uh, even though we've been doing this together for a number of years, I still continue to learn from you. So thank you for your mentorship. Uh, love it. Um, those of you who uh, have not got a copy of Nelson Nash's book, gosh, we highly recommend that you do. Um, and what could be a really good way to do that is to order our um, IBC learning kit because it includes your choice of either becoming your own banker or the case for IBC if you already have a copy of uh, Becoming Your Own Banker. And check out all our other resources we've got there on the website. Uh, until our next podcast, thanks for joining us. We look forward to it. Thank you. Mm -hmm.